Genre. Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future, part three, one ice cold minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. <laughs> oh, um, I'm the commanders in the news. <laughs> and, and joining us again today, Preethi Chibber, welcome. Hello. And today we are going back to minute 38, which begins with Doc saying that love at first sight for him would be impossible and ends <laughs> with doc offering marty some iced tea oh, so good this whole scene is so good this it's minute, all it's all like it's it, there's only two shots in this only whole, two shots yeah yeah Ugh, so good um yeah so let's start with uh let's start with this romantic nonsense <laughs> oh it's it's literally like it's almost it's almost disgustingly like cute like yeah it's like tumblr wrote this <laughs> i, I don't believe the whole like oh don't say it like, oh why? i no, well, no 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 that he's he's talking about he says it's like being struck by oh, lightning yeah, yeah, yeah. and doc is like don't say that oh, yeah, Last yeah, yeah. i got struck by lightning and i got stuck here <laughs> <laughs> you dick you dick <laughs> And I love Marty's like, I'm in love with Jennifer, but I completely forgot about her until the second that I said her name. All <laughs> right, yeah. I can't believe we just, right. left her oh, we just left her on a porch. Oh. Teen girl lying on a porch. Uh, it is yeah. it is so high school of of him to be like, yeah, sometimes true love happens. Like with me and my girlfriend of six months. We, we looked at each other and it was like, oh, right, I left her on a porch. Like... <laughs> it's it's so like that's real though that's so subtly real like when you're like that age oh yeah i have a girlfriend <laughs> can't even remember what she looks like yeah there's a lot of uh th- this is uh another another instance in this movie where they're reminding the audience of of uh the events of part two because they haven't seen the movie since it was in theater. So they've got to remind them of things like, yeah, we, we left them on the porch. And the only way to do that is to have Marty forget Forget Jennifer, Jennifer. which I, I just feel like all you had to do is flip that. Like just have, have a doc forget about be like, Oh, that's right. We left her on the porch. (laughs) <laughs> Marty's like, yeah, I really need to get back to that porch because, you know, at least then it's not Marty forgetting about his girlfriend. Well, it's, it's Marty bringing it, bringing her up and remembering her. Right. At the it's same the time. moment of where he's like, that's how it was for me and Jennifer. Oh, right. Jennifer. <laughs> She's on a porch somewhere in space and time. No, Marty. Remember in part two when we burned the almanac? That <laughs> Also, ever- not for nothing, but uh, he's, they say that, you know, oh, well, we're going to leave her on the porch in evil 1985, but then we're going to fix the timeline and she'll still be on the porch. Only everything around her will be changed. That's not how time travel works in this universe. Nope. No. Doc literally murdered that girl. Yep. Wiped out of she existence. Just, 
she's ceased to exist. And the Jennifer that he's going to find at the end of the movie is a different Jennifer again. Whew. Like they should have just hired a third actress. That would have been amazing. <laughs> like it should have been like Justine Bateman. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, that, would have, that would have been outstanding. Oh, God. Poor Jennifer. She really. She gets a raw deal. She really does. <laughs> She's like, oh, you mean I get to I get to make out with with Michael J. Fox in this? And they never do because they keep getting interrupted every time I they go know. for a kiss. Not so even she doesn't, fair. She doesn't even get, she doesn't even get that. It's garbage. Ugh. I'd be like, I want it contractually bound that I get to make out with him. I know. Jeez. <laughs> and even though I'm signing up in for this movie in 1980, like seven, I won't get to do it until 1990. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just, I also, uh, I, I just think it's funny that Doc is just. He just does not want Marty talking about Jennifer, presumably because he doesn't <laughs> want to be reminded of what he did to that poor girl. But yeah, hey, um, we don't, we don't need them. Let's uh, don't worry about it. It's fine. She's kind of Stop the thinking G- about it. <laughs> She's kind of like Jane in Breaking Bad of this movie. Oh yeah, I guess I guess that's kind of true. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh, uh, go to sleep. Go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Which he literally does with that that yeah. sleep inducing <laughs> thing. True. It really is like Jane from Breaking Bad. Oh no! <laughs> I never, we never thought about that before. So oh, I do want to call. I, I I do want to celebrate one moment. So like 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 Scott said before, uh, this entire which is so cool that, that this entire minute is two shots. Mm-hmm. Um, it's f- so funny. I'm, I'm I'm working on this movie right now that a friend of mine wrote, and I was talking to the director, and uh, he was like, "Yeah, I really want to direct it like a play. Like, I don't want to do a lot of shots." And literally, the first thing that popped in my head was like, "Oh, dude, I have to watch. You have to let me show you Back to the Future, <laughs> uh-huh. so I can like show you how to do momentum and pacing and energy just in the camera." Yeah. I do. I do want to say, though, there's one moment right before they cut around like 40, 41 seconds in where the end of this scene is Michael J. Fox pretending to crank something. Yes. And it's uh-huh. amazing because he's like, I'm, I'm doing it. This is it. <laughs> and then cut. It's uh, it's pretty spectacular. Um, also, uh, I, I, I'm curious if this is all being done in in. Uh, in VO later, because I'm wondering if that machine is actually that loud or if they're in a quiet room shouting and they're adding the, the sound of the machine later in post. I would imagine the, that like loud horn was probably post. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's perfectly timed. Yeah. It's perfectly timed with, with him finishing his Jennifer thought. Mm hmm. Stop! Stop thinking about her. But I wonder. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see if the smoke lines up with the uh, with the whistle uh, sound. Yeah. yeah, it does. Oh yeah, it does. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> instantaneous. It's a really cool looking contraption. It's a train. Yeah. Is that what? It, 
Oh, there's a car. There's a car in it. Ugh, that little ice cube looks so brown. Well, Gross. It's amazing. They don't have clean water. This entire. Oh my god. <laughs> Doc's face at the end. What a great payoff, though, to that whole thing. Yeah. You're like, what is he making? <laughs> no, no, yeah. Christopher Lloyd's acting in the final seconds of this of is this man. Excellent. Yeah. Well, well, here's something I want to point out about the ice. Okay. Uh-huh. So this is something that I I noticed watching it this time. So this whole time they're talking about about how romance is nonsense and love isn't real and then what is doc doing he's making an ice cube like the, like he's just like this is my heart marty like, <laughs> <laughs> look at this <laughs> look at this drink it drink my heart marty drink my heart marty it's ice it's made of ice this is how i feel about girls well, he's, he's literally looking at that ice cube like he loves it. It's amazing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like it's the coolest thing in the world. Oh, it's just a perfectly timed metaphor. I love it. So good. Is his delivery of iced tea vague? It, it It's like it can almost be read. I don't know. I'm getting kind of like a passive aggressiveness to it. Oh, totally. Where he's like, look what I can do. <laughs> Who needs love? I can make ice in 1880-whatever. He's so impressed with himself. (laughs) I'm I'm basically God. I'm a God, Marty. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He's also drinking that tea seemingly out of a flask, like like an Erlenmeyer flask or something. It almost looks like like an ice cream sundae dish. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Mm. It looks like an ice cream sundae dish. And also, that tea doesn't have enough time to get cold. You put one ice cube in it. Yeah. It's going to melt so fast. Yeah. I wonder how long it took to make that ice cube. Because I imagine... Because, okay, so here's the thing. This is... He's making an ice cube. Now, when we make ice cubes, we fill a tray, we put it in a freezer, it sits in there for like an hour, and then it's ice. Yeah. Yeah. So... Is this stupid contraption, like, did did it take an hour to make this ice and the whole contraption is just that it shoots the ice out? I think so. Like, what is this stupid thing doing? Yeah, like, like, where's the freezer? Well, well, not just, like, where's the freezer, but, like, why does he need all this? Because he needs an ice cube. One ice cube. (laughs) Yeah, but... This is there's a lot of pipes and it shoots out of the pipe and this seems like the I, kind of thing where the actual machine is really small but he wanted to to look much grander. Yeah. I think he's I, I honestly think Doc is like a step away from becoming a snake oil salesman. <laughs> look what I can do. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, man. I wonder if he would start selling ice. No, because it would change the space-time continuum. Yeah. If people had ice too early. When did people start inventing ice? Well, I'm going to... I'll look this up. I mean, they used to cut it out of the lakes, right? And big, huge blocks. And then they would sell pieces of those blocks. Is that what they did? I feel like I saw that in The Fall, the movie. Oh, The Fall? No, no, no. The one with Lee Pace. Oh. Oh. The Tarsim Singh one? Yeah. 
Yeah, Legends of the Fall and the Fall. No, not Legends of the Fall. Two very different things. My bad. Uh... Uh yeah, I don't I don't I didn't know that that's what they did cuz I've always seen them bringing the ice blocks around um which I think they they used they just threw it in their ice box. No, I think they would uh, like literally like harvest ice. Wow. Well, guys, I have an article here in front of me. Is it on mental floss? It is on mental floss. I found the same one. Okay, well, you go you you go ahead and read it. No, 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 you go first. Uh, okay. Uh, so it looks to me like uh, ice was as we know it in the early 1800s. Okay, until uh, until two centuries ago, ice was just an unfortunate side effect on winter. Also, I feel compelled to credit the writer of this, uh, except he doesn't have a writer. Okay. No, 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 Linda Linda Rodriguez McRobbie. Oh, I see it now. Okay, cool. Um, that's weird how they have that. Yeah, so Linda Rodriguez McRobbie, the mag. Uh, until two centuries ago, ice was just an unfortunate side effect on winter. But in the early 1800s, one man saw dollar signs in frozen ponds. Frederick Tudor not only introduced the world to cold glasses of water on hot summer days, he created a thirst people never realized they had. In 1805, two wealthy brothers from Boston were at a family picnic enjoying the rare luxuries of cold beverages and ice cream. They joked about how their chilled refreshments would be the envy of all the colonists sweating in the West Indies. It was a passing remark, but it stuck with one of the brothers. His name was Frederick Tudor, and 30 years later, he would ship nearly 1,200 tons of ice halfway around the globe to become the Ice King. Isn't that crazy? You know what's really crazy is there's a dumb joke about ice in A Million Ways to Die in the West, and it's... I now just realize that it's factually accurate. <laughs> you bring that movie up way more than I think you know that you do. In the movie, <laughs> Seth MacFarlane's character says that it's two guys out of Boston that, that make the ice. And that's true. Oh. oh. Interesting. That's weird. What a weird thing to be true. Anyway. History. History. A million ways to die in the West. <laughs> <laughs> um... That's uh so so ice was around then. They, it, we just weren't making ice yet. Right. No, no one was making ice, but they would have people come around and like sell it. How did they keep the ice cold? Just more ice? Cuz it cuz it would come in in huge in blocks. In these huge blocks of ice. Oh. And they would have to like pulley they have to do like a pulley system to get it mm -hmm. out. Wow. And then it would crush one guy and Seth MacFarlane would like freak out about it. Oh. All right. Uh, yeah, so iced tea. Yeah. Not that novel of a concept, it turns out. <laughs> not no, nearly. I wonder, not I, 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 I wonder, um, I wonder how, uh, like, how, like, was tea that popular in the West? Like, where did, where did Doc get this tea from? I mean, tea was. Yeah, come on. Tea Texas. came over with the British. Yeah. Okay. And the British got it from the east. So like tea's been around. Okay. But I mean I know there's like the Boston Tea Party, but like I I iced tea is interesting. Well, so that's know. the thing is like you can't iced tea isn't just like making tea and then putting ice in it. Right. right? Like, it's like super yeah, it's like a stronger kind of tea. Yeah, and you have to be able to refrigerate it. Right. Mm -hmm. 
I like how much time we're spending on this. Yeah. <laughs> Look, it's important. It's yeah. important. They spend they spend thirty seconds of this minute <laughs> building up to this moment. Building up to this gag. Yeah, it's important. The more build up, actually, the better. And that ice is so small. It's such a small piece of ice. You know what it reminds me of? Because it's so dirty. And I think of this every time that I see this scene. Do you remember in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze? Mm -hmm. I probably uh, do. When they freeze the anti-mutation and they put it in the donuts, the ice cubes and the donuts, and they feed it to to Razor and whatever the wolfy guy is. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. They like feed them the donuts and they've got the ice cubes in it. And then like <laughs> one of them crush the donuts because they come onto them and then they, they see the, the ice cube. And it's like this frozen like brown gunk. And that's what this reminds me of. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. God, the human mind is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that movie. A lot when I was a kid. And the idea of that scene always bothered me because I was always like, how are they not going to know there's an ice cube in their donut? <laughs> their palates are terrible. Yeah. It's just it's like they have no sense of temperature in their mouth. I don't. <laughs> well, they're babies, Scott. Yeah, I guess they are babies. That's true. Um... <laughs> so anyway. That's where my mind went when I saw that ice cube. Can we do that minute podcast? No. <laughs> no. No. Teenage Mutant you, Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of These Minute. You feel free. You go find your own co-host for that and do it. And <laughs> by all means, you know, I'll probably listen to it. Where but... did, okay, where did Doc's, Doc get all the like clocks and meters for this machine. Has he been robbing the people that have been building the clock tower? Yeah, seriously, there are a lot of them. And like... (laughs) Someone's been stealing on metal and guns. Yeah, I feel like he must be like thieving off of trains. Yeah, I don't don't know. Unless unless they, they they like the town knows him as like... The crazy inventor? Yeah, like the town hoarder, and they're just like, ah, any junk you find, just go give it to old Doc Brown. He'll yeah, he'll, he'll make magic out of it. I mean, if I yeah. learned anything from watching Deadwood, right. <laughs> <laughs> supplies were not necessarily easy to come by, mm-hmm. and that's a lot of glass and metal. Yeah. What else have you learned from watching uh, Deadwood? A lot, lots of interesting curse words. Cool. They are not cursing nearly enough in this movie. Yeah, that's very true. They should yeah. be using the C word a lot. So Doc has been in 1885 since since New Year's Day. 1885. Mm-hmm. That's when oh. he arrived. So he's been in, he's been in 1885 for nine months. So that's that's enough time to, to hoard? accumulate a lot of uh, a lot of junk. I would say he's the junk king of Hill Valley. It's just yeah. a lot of like, like I feel like in like the glass. I maybe he's blowing his own glass. Fine. The metal pipes also okay. It's really the clocks and the little the what do you call it, the meter things. Yeah. 
that I'm like the dials or whatever they are. Like, how did you get those? Maybe he made them. Maybe he made them. A lot of clocks. The clocks are intricate. Mm hmm. It's a lot of gears. Yeah. You know, who's really good at making clocks was a good old Silar. (laughs) Oh. Um. That's, I just realized is was that was that dumb thing that he was into clocks was that a Watchmen reference? Me or him? No, what? no, no, Who? him in the in Skyler the right? Isn't that oh, his name? oh, Sk- Skyler. No, it's uh, Siler. I wish it was Siler. Whatever. I wish it was Siler. Siler wasn't that? Wasn't wait? It, and that's heroes? what you were referencing. Yeah, yeah. Heroes. Oh, maybe it was like a low key Watchmen reference. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, because Doctor Manhattan, his dad built cl- oh, build watch yeah. clocks. Yeah, that, is, that is a deep cut. Yeah, well, I don't know. Interesting. That's um, too subtle. You know what else anyway. I've noticed? I'm noticing is that all these clocks have different times on them. Yep. Uh, the hell's he keeping track of? What maybe is- he's. Maybe it's all of his adventures. <laughs> this is the time that I did that. Maybe none of the clocks work. Maybe they're just like pieces of art. Well, one of them's moving. No, that's oh. a dial. Oh, okay. They're called bleep blorp, Scott. <laughs> maybe the, yeah, maybe the clocks don't actually work. He's just like, I like the way clocks look. <laughs> it I'm just into, reminds me of I'm home. into time. I don't know if you guys knew. Time's kind of <laughs> like my main deal. I'm like a I'm a pretty big time fanboy. I'm pretty into time. He's <laughs> like bringing girls back to his apartment. Yeah, time's pretty much my main deal. You guys wanna, <laughs> you guys wanna come over and uh, look at my clocks? All right. If you guys don't have anything else, no. uh, we will he move like, on to tomorrow. And he like, uh, makes, the, he like s- makes the date stare at the ice machine. Like, no, look, 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 look. It's so cool. <laughs> this is the best part. Uh, so we will be back tomorrow to talk about minute 39. In the meantime, go to moviesbyminutes.com and check out all of the other movies by minutes podcasts. Uh, there's a ton of them. Of course, there's the, the, uh, the podcast, the popular pop pop popularized. That's the word popularized the format, uh, star Wars minute. And then also on our site, we, we have uh, Harry Potter minute and Lord of the Rings minute. Uh, so go check out all of the movies by minutes at moviesbyminutes.com. And, uh, you know, maybe, uh, your favorite movie has a movies by minutes podcast. So. Probably does. Unless, unless this is your favorite movie and then maybe your second favorite movie does. Preeti, uh, what's your favorite movie? Oh God. Cause There's... it probably has a minute podcast. Okay. If I had to choose gun to my head, I'd say William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet. Wow. That doesn't have a minute podcast. I don't think so. I could do is that, it. Is that the '60s one no, or is that the '90s the Bos one? The Baz Luhrmann one, man. Oh, the Baz Luhrmann one. Okay. Can the podcast be called "Exit Music for a Movie by Minute" podcast? Yes. <laughs> Baz Lu- Luhrmann's William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet <laughs> minute. minute. Yes, I would do it. And the <laughs> the me that was 12 years old in 1996 would be like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, All right. Well, we'll be back tomorrow with Minute 39. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye.